0: Hello, and welcome back to Jake and Benny's Backyard Football. I'm Jake. And I'm Benny. A pretty heated start off to the offseason, which includes the possibility of Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Sam Darnold being traded. We're happy to discuss that and so much more this week.
1: We have tons of news and developing stories for you guys. Now let's start off with one of the biggest ones. Uh, J.J. Watt has came out and signed with the Arizona Cardinals.
0: This is... I don't know how to view this. So J.J. Watt, he's a beast. He's probably... The best player in Texans history. Uh, He was amazing a few years back, but also he's really kind of digressed, honestly. Uh, Or regressed. I I like J.J. Watt. I think he's a good guy. Uh, He did a lot for uh, the city of Houston, but at the same time...
1: He's slowing down. He's
0: slowing down. He's not playing as much because he's always getting hurt, I feel like. Uh, But maybe being on a team where he doesn't have to carry so much maybe that will help distribute the workload and maybe he won't be focused on as much, but this is definitely gonna help out the defense because uh, their defense wasn't amazing, but now with Buda Baker, JJ Watt, Hassan Reddick, Hasan Reddick, and potentially Isaiah Simmons having a breakout year. I mean, that could be a really deadly defense. Uh, Patrick, Pe- Patrick Peterson is gone though, but he was already kind of regressing. So they are gonna have to get a new cornerback, maybe a few other players to repair the defense. But besides that, they're honestly, They're a contender again, I think.
1: I think so, too. But my issue with J.J. Watt was he said he wanted to go to a contender. That means, like, ready to go to the Super Bowl next Mm -hmm. year. And two teams that offered him more money than the Cardinals were the Cleveland Browns and the Indianapolis Colts. Both of those teams went deep in the playoffs. Um, If he would have signed with the Browns, I think that'd be more than enough to help that that would be the scariest defensive line having miles garrett on one side and jj watt on the other oh definitely even if jj watt has regressed i mean they're still going to have this scheme for both of those players and that's going to free up the middle for larry oak and Joby and plenty of other you just players. can't
0: yeah you can't double team both of them so
1: yeah but the thing is he didn't he chose to sign with Ari- with arizona and the thing about that that's a tough division um You got the Rams who did really good. Uh, San Francisco could have done pretty well, but they had an issue with injuries. Who knows how they're going to come into next season. And then there's the whole Seahawks, but we don't even know how they're doing things. I mean, they're looking like they're imploding, but we'll discuss that in a little bit. So, I don't know. I don't really like this move for J.J. Watt personally. I also didn't like that. They unretired the number 99 for him. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not really a big fan of that. I mean, if a number's retired, then you just got to keep it retired.
0: Oh, yeah. So, it would be kind of cool seeing JJ Watt and uh, Hopkins reunite because you guys know they were huge together in uh in Houston. And maybe that's a part – maybe that's the reason why he came over to Arizona to yeah, should be back with Hopkins.
1: Maybe that did play a part because they do have that chemistry. And, like,
0: Hopkins was trying to recruit him. We all we all saw that on Twitter. Yeah. So. Uh, Maybe that's the part, but yeah, I kind of agree with you. There was better teams for him to go to.
1: Think about the defensive linemen in the NFC West, though. The Rams, you got Aaron Donald. Um, The Cardinals already have plenty, adding J.J. Watt onto there. Uh, San Francisco has D. Ford and Nick Bosa. And, I mean,
0: Russell Wilson with already a struggling offensive line, that's not going to be good. So let's talk about Russell Wilson. So, If you guys have been paying attention to the NFL news recently, you know that Russell Wilson is not happy. Uh, He's spoken out for the first time in his career about the Seahawks, he's not happy with them. I mean, I understand why. Now, I talked a few weeks ago on our last episode about Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, and I went in detail mostly about the stat of Russell Wilson's being under pressure and sacks and stuff, just stuff like that. So, uh, since the last time we talked to you guys, a lot has gone down. So, Russell Wilson revealed he does not want to be traded but he these are the teams he'd like to go to. The Saints which, cap space that's not happening. They don't have the money for them. Uh Bears, seems like a good team on paper but the coaching is awful. Cowboys, I don't understand that move. The Cowboys have a horrible defense, horrible O-line, uh, decent receiving core but he would just be doing himself a huge loss right there. And then the Raiders. I could kind of see the Raiders. Uh, the defense is improving. The O line has shown moments of greatness, but mostly has been kind of lackluster. Uh, Darren Waller—that's a huge upside—and the uh, and Josh Jacobs. But honestly, those four teams were probably the most unexpected teams I would have th- would have thought of. It's just a really odd list of teams for him to want to go to. Uh, but keep in mind, he does—he did say that he wants to stay in Seattle. Now there has been one more thing in news about this whole entire situation that actually came out just today uh russell wilson said he has three demands for him to for him to have a future in seattle basically so the first demand is a like a rebuild of the offensive line he wants them to invest in O o-line now i'm all for that i think everybody's all for that but then you gotta consider russell wilson's huge contract it's just not possible i mean he's taking 38 million dollars away from the team this year alone uh if you you want to have to pay for all these players, like KJ Wright, for example, he's not taking a hometown deal. He wants to get paid, rightfully so. He had a monster season. Uh, players like DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, they have extensions next season. Uh, Jamal Adams might not be so long in Seattle if they can't restructure Wilson's contract because uh, Jamal Adams is going to want to get paid. So while I understand Russell Wilson is going to want to have this team be rebuilt and have this O-line be good again... He needs to take a pay cut. He needs to take a pay cut, and
1: yeah, right now it's just it's not realistic, unfortunately, for the Seahawks. I mean, they're in a really tough pinch right now. They've got a lot of players that are gonna have um, expiring contracts coming up soon. Like you said, KJ Wright, and then Russell Wilson's taking up a big amount of cap. Like as much as he wants these changes, it's unrealistic, and maybe that's why there's this whole like beef between him and the coaching staff.
0: Yeah, so uh, I agree with that. Uh, The second thing that he's going to want to stay for is a whole new offense, which honestly I understand. So I've talked about this many times before. Uh, You guys probably know about this. Uh, Russell Wilson their offense was not working for a long time i mean he even spoke about it. he said that he's sick of having to make these amazing fourth quarter comebacks all the time and for the first time in a long time every game wasn't like this the seahawks had a comfortable lead or were in the game for most of the game this whole entire season like they were never really blown out uh and that's because the offense went more pass heavy now russell wilson wants it to be like a lot like the kansas city chiefs and i respect it i mean you look at Russell Wilson and he has one of the best D balls in the league. He's super accurate. He could...
1: Uh, he's got the arm for it.
0: He's got the arm. And the main thing is he's really good at improvising. So I, f- I understand where he wants to come from. Running has not been working for the Seahawks recently, especially with Chris Carson leaving, uh, potentially. So that's the second thing Russell Wilson wants to be, wants to have a whole new offense, mostly centered around him, just like KC does with Patrick Mahomes. And then the third and final thing for Russell Wilson is he wants every say, or not every say? He wants to have a say in every offensive decision.
1: And I mean, with the as a veteran quarterback, I feel like that's understandable. I mean, if you look at Peyton Manning in Denver, for example, he practically ran that entire offense. Like
0: they won a Super Bowl, went to two Super Bowls. Yeah, they went
1: to two Super Bowls and won one. And. They still had a freaking quarterback coach on that team. Like how useless of a position <laughs> is that with Peyton Manning on your team?
0: You look uh, at Tom Brady also.
1: Yeah, Tom Brady with Tampa Bay this last season, they went to the Super Bowl and won, and that's because they let Tom Brady decide to do decide to pick what he wanted for the offense. And Drew Brees it, as well. Drew Brees as well, and if the Seahawks want to go back and go if they if the Seahawks just want to go to the playoffs lose then they're doing just fine at that
0: oh yeah we've been doing great
1: if if they want if they want a Super Bowl they need to let Russell Wilson
0: take a little bit more charge with the offense let Russ cook just kidding um uh yeah I agree with that uh especially with your franchise quarterbacks uh Seahawks uh executives owners coaches they know that Russell Wilson wants to stay he's spoken out how he wants to retire in Seattle but you need to keep him happy also. And if you have a quarterback that's that dedicated, also Russell Wilson, he just wants to win. He's spoken about that many times. Winning is his goal. If you have a quarterback that wants to stay with you for a long time and wants to win, and he's also experienced, then you let him run the offense, honestly.
1: it's all, it, it only makes sense, to be honest.
0: So I just want to say one more thing about this whole entire situation. Uh, kind of my take on it. Now, I think that Russell Wilson is the most valuable player for the Seattle Seahawks. Honestly, one of the most valuable players in the NFC. Uh, Russell Wilson has provided nothing but hope for the Seahawks in these last seasons, where it's hope hasn't necessarily been a real thing. Uh, with a bad defense, bad O-line, inconsistencies all over the team, Russell Wilson has stayed consistent and... I think that they need to work with Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, they need to. Um, speaking of consistency, let's talk about inconsistency. Um, Carson Wentz has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts. And that's one that's one look that I was really like high on. And I was always saying, you know, if you reunite Carson Wentz with his quarterback coach that helped him have that almost MVP season, you're going to be good. And that happened. Uh, Carson Wentz is playing for the Indianapolis Colts, and I think he's going to have a really good season. I'm predicting that. But what do you think? Because he did have a real off year, and people are just saying that he's struggling with consistency.
0: Okay, so about this, um, yeah, we've been away for a few weeks. I feel like we haven't, yeah, we haven't talked about this yet. So um, while Carson Wentz got traded, another news article came out a few days after, I believe. Uh, Just kind of talking about the whole entire situation, mainly about Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz. Now, there was a time during the season where they did not talk for nine weeks during the season. Unbelievable. As a quarterback, you cannot do that. I mean, as a head coach, you cannot do that to your starting quarterback because at the time, Wentz was still a starter. Uh, So I think a lot of this... I think a huge part of uh, Carson Wentz's off year was due to poor coaching, uh, poor communication, because we've seen Carson Wentz has potential. He has the skill. His ceiling is super high, but also now his floor is so low, but honestly with a good coach and Carson Wentz, I could tell he probably wants to be here right now. Uh, He was wanting to go to Indianapolis for a while, I think, ever since his coach left. so I could see this as a huge win. And also, as you said earlier, the Colts are a playoff. They're a Super Bowl ready team. They're a playoff team. Yeah. They made it last year. They lost their quarterback. But honestly, Philip Rivers wasn't that great for them. Yeah, he
1: only went just so he could possibly have a Super Bowl run.
0: Exactly. So honestly, the Colts are, is a great move for Carson Wentz.
1: And crazy to think that um, two years ago, the Colts made the playoffs with Jacoby Brissett. Last year, they made it with Philip Rivers. I really, I strongly believe that they're going to go back with Carson Wentz. And I think they might have better success there.
0: Now, I don't understand why Jacoby Brissett never was given a chance on that team. Because he did good. I agree. He didn't do bad. I don't understand. Like, that's always kind of confused me. I think it was by, like, week
1: 12, Philip Rivers threw as many interceptions as Jacoby Brissett did the season prior. I also agree. I don't know why they never really let Jacoby Brissett have a chance.
0: I mean... He backed up Tom Brady for a long time, and he played well. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, Big Ben, he's – I don't know how to feel about this. So, Big Ben, he's going to return. Uh, I thought he was going to call it quits, and I was honestly hoping he would. Now, Big Ben, he's an, he's an amazing quarterback – or he was an amazing quarterback. He had a good career. Great career, honestly. Uh, was it two Super Bowls he, he won? Yeah, two Super Bowls. And honestly, he had – almost anything you could ask for from a quarterback, but he still wants to play. Uh, he was not great last season and I don't think he's going to be good next season either.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look at him, I mean, what really derailed him was that shoulder injury yep. right? or that elbow injury too. Um, that really derailed, you know, anything that he was going to do for the Steelers. And he's been regressing since then. There's just no value for him at this point, And he's about to have a cap hit of $40 million and that's just really expensive for such poor play that he's going to bring. Yeah, it's. And if you look at if you look at him, I mean, look at Tom Brady for example. How old is he now? Like 40, 45 yeah, I think. He, he's about he's approaching 45 and he looks like he's in the best shape. Like he could probably play another two more years, but Big Ben, I mean, he's slowing down. He's I don't want to be rude, but big, you know, big Ben. Yeah. Um, he just needs to hang up the cleats, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And even if he is a return, they have to restructure his contract a ton. I really understand wanting to play more. I get that. He wants to go off on a high note, but this is the highest note he's going to get. They won their division, uh, a solid record. This is the best it's going to get for him. Yeah. He's just pulling a Brett Favre <laughs> at this point. Uh, yeah. So some other crazy quarterback news. uh, Dak Prescott. Now, we talked about him a few times this season. He not very much because unfortunately he got really, really hurt. But he wants Mahomes. He wants a Mahomes type deal. If you guys don't know, uh, ten years for five hundred million dollars. Dak Prescott does not deserve that kind of money.
1: Not yet. All right. So with. Dak Prescott getting injured last year he still led the league in yards for like the next two to three weeks almost yeah Uh, he was going to have an MVP season I think I think with the numbers he was putting up he was going to take the Cowboys to the playoffs and I don't know if they would have gone further from there but Dak Prescott was going to have an MVP season but that's still hypothetical um from what we've seen from Dak Prescott so far he can't be given a Mahomes-type contract. He's good. He's great. If he's a starter for my team, I'd be comfortable with it. But he just needs to settle with whatever the Cowboys are trying to give him, whether it be 30 mil or just a bit south of 40 mil. I mean, that's all I could see realistically for Dak.
0: Yeah, I agree. Keep in mind, Dak has been in the league for a while now, I think six years, compared to Mahomes being in only for three years. So not only... Is it too expensive for Dak? In my opinion, but ten years is too long for Dak as well. Uh, that's yeah. I'm not sure how to feel about this. Again, Dak is good. He was putting up amazing numbers, but at the same time, he's he's had many chances to do great at the Cowboys, but he really hasn't. He had that one good season. Ever since then, eight and eight, eight or seven and eight, nine, nine and seven, just been really average. Um, quarterbacks that. Get $500 million, are good. They win Super Bowls. But at the same time, I just don't see Dak deserving that kind of money. He deserves to be paid, but not, not that much. Not that much. Uh, so our last quarterback contract type of news, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are far from an extension. They're not really seeing on the same page right now. But at the same time, we were talking about this a little bit earlier when we were writing down the news. Lamar Jackson won't really find another coach that will really match his play style.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, because... If you look at an interview before the uh before lamar jackson strap john harbaugh said he wanted to draft him he wanted to scheme his offense around lamar jackson now a lot of other coaches aren't like that you go up to philadelphia when they had doug peterson he wanted that run pass offense and that might have worked with lamar but like uh it's not really schemed around him you could take him to KC for example and that's really pass heavy that's not really Lamar's suit um you take him to Denver that's more of an old school run up the middle kind of offense he's not going to do good there um realistically he has to stay with John Harbaugh so they need to find a con they need to a- they need to get a contract settled they're going to pick up his fifth year option and heading into this season I think his salary is gonna be just a little south of $2 million, which I could see why he wants a bigger contract. And with what he's done so far, he does deserve a bigger contract, but he can't risk leaving
0: the Baltimore Baltimore Ravens. I completely agree with that. As you said, a lot of other teams are not gonna fit his style of play. Uh, So we do have some sad news. Uh, Washington is expected to cut Alex Smith. He just won a comeback player of the year but I understand why Alex Smith didn't do anything special for the football team, but he just had an amazing story. If I'm him, I'm hanging up the cleats.
1: Yeah. If we're, if we're being realistic, I mean, a lot of us are high on Alex Smith this season because sure. He went five and one with the football team. But if you watch the film, it was, it was poor. He didn't play great. It was average. It was average. I'd say Um, it's what he's been known for. He's known. He's always been known to be like holding a clipboard, you know, Uh, He left San Francisco, Colin Kaepernick picked it up and went to the Super Bowl. Uh, He left Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes picked it up and went to the Super Bowl. And he's going to the football team now and he's just, he he didn't play well. I mean, good on him for surviving almost death with that leg surgery. But it was average play from Alex Smith. But I also do feel for the man because he did say that uh, at the beginning of the season, they didn't even want him to be in the building. They yeah. said he didn't want him to play when it was when he was cleared to play and when it was time for him to play, they didn't want him to play. They didn't really want him on the team, is what he said. So, as much as the football team isn't interested in Alex Smith, Alex Smith isn't interested in the football team. But the real issue is he's gonna have to he's gonna have to be a backup somewhere. Or, like you said, he just needs to hang up the cleats. If I'm being realistic.
0: Yeah. Also, keep in mind he got hurt at the end of the last season, so. It's just not a good move for him to keep playing. He already surprised us all with playing this season. He got comeback player of the year. Honestly, that's that's the most he's going to get, and he just
1: needs to stop here.
0: Uh, Duke Johnson also got cut. I wasn't really surprised. He didn't really do so good for the Texans, honestly. Uh, So that's not too huge of news, not much to talk about. Golden Tate has also been released from the Giants. Um, Veteran
1: wide receiver, but yeah, I mean... Not much. Obviously, average play. Daniel Jones is your quarterback. It's not. It's understandable. Giants are probably going to start
0: rebuilding real soon. Uh, another, another thing that I'm kind of surprised about Kyle Rudolph was released. I wasn't expecting this. I know. Kyle Rudolph is a pretty
1: solid tight end. Um, and he has been for the Vikings for years now. I think
0: a two time Pro Bowler? Yeah, two time Pro Bowler. He's phenomenal tight end and he won the game for for them last year in the playoffs
1: i think you could have gotten some trade value out of him like maybe a couple picks um maybe like some late or mid-round picks maybe but i'm i'm pretty surprised um there is rumors that he's interested in the browns Uh, i think that's unrealistic the browns already have harrison bryant david njoku and austin
0: hooper they don't even another tight end they don't they're just playing a seahawks at that point (laughs) So. Speaking about cuts, uh, Dolphins. The Dolphins cut Kyle Van Noy earlier. I'm not sure exactly when, but it's really surprising. He's uh, he's a starter
1: uh, for. He, yeah, he's a he's a starting linebacker. Uh, he's solid. Uh, he played for the Patriots for numerous Super Bowl wins, and then he had a solid year here in Miami. So I don't really understand why they let him go like trade value is a thing as well for that yeah
0: especially since he has that super bowl history teams are going to eat that up real quick uh chris godwin is not opposed to the franchise tag now there's a few players that we could potentially see going under franchise tag and he's one of them uh he said that he wants to play uh in Tampa bay which i'd like to see that honestly loyalty is a great thing to have in the nfl especially with tom brady being your quarterback and You guys are fresh off a Super Bowl win. Like it just makes sense. So I'm not surprised that he's not really opposed to it. Uh, Some other players that we were kind of talking about going on a franchise tag as well, Justin Simmons. Aaron Jones, Allen Robinson. Kenny Galladay might go under a franchise tag. And that's pretty much it. There's not a lot of players worth keeping under a franchise tag now. Will Fuller, the person that I would expect to go under a franchise tag, they're not gonna do it. We'll get more into that later. We have a lot to talk about Watson. So we'll just do all that later
1: let's revisit a story now earlier in the season we talked about the titans tackle isaiah wilson he was drafted in the first round and we talked about him but not in a good way now he broke covid protocols twice partying back at his old college that he used to play for and he only played three snaps for his rookie season and being a first round offensive lineman that's not a good look and We're bringing him up because he's coming out saying he's done with football and he's done playing for the Titans is what he said. He wants to be traded. And the Titans have put him up on the trade block, but this is just a crazy story to me because if I'm an NFL team, I'm not even paying attention to Isaiah
0: Wilson. If I'm I'm Isaiah Wilson, I know that I broke rules, only played three snaps. Why, I know I don't have any value. He's been nothing but toxic for his team. Uh, he hasn't been good. Like there's players who are toxic but good, like Antonio Brown, for example. He was very toxic, but he just won a Super Bowl. Uh, but Isaiah Wilson isn't good. Three snaps. One of them, only one, he was under pressure and he folded. Uh, he doesn't have the type of skill to be demanding this type of trade. Uh, I. He's a he's a bust. Yeah, I mean, that's point
1: blank. Um... Like you said, um, if I'm Isaiah Wilson, why would you want to leave the only team that gave you a chance? You know, they drafted you. They're the team that you are supposed to play for. And you're coming out after getting in trouble, saying, I'm done with football. I don't want to play for the Titans. Like nobody's going to pick you up. And let's not let's not leave out that those three snaps were nothing but sour. I mean, he got absolutely destroyed on yeah. those three snaps. He folded real quick. Um, I guess best of luck to him. Uh, I hope he gets his life in order because he's gonna have to.
0: Yeah, first round talents often aren't like this. Johnny Manziel being an exception, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Um, we do have some very unfortunate uh, news. Uh, former defensive tackle Louis Nix has passed away. He was 29 years old. Uh, Louis Nix is reported missing, and uh, the vehicle he was missing was found in a pond with him in it. Uh really unfortunate to hear.
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and take a moment
0: of silence for Louis Nicks. Uh rest in peace to Louis Nicks. That's all we have for news this week, so let's get right into our weird stats. Uh Chandler Jones and JJ Watt had the first and second most sacks in the NFL since 2012, and they are now teammates. Now, we talked about him going to the Cardinals earlier, and this just makes it more dangerous. Uh Chandler Jones had 97, and JJ Watt had 95.5. That's gonna be a really dangerous defensive line. It really is,
1: and I was discussing how Arizona might not be too ready of a contender now, but the thing is, they might as well be a contender if the quarterback can't even throw the ball or the running back can't even find a lane. I mean,
0: a lot of the battles during plays are won in the trenches. Almost all the battles are won in the trenches. Uh, So yeah, my next stat, uh, so you guys know how earlier I talked about how Russell Wilson wants to go to the Bears, uh, where that's one of his teams he would like to go to. Uh, So just some more insight on this. um, Russell Wilson has had five seasons with 30 or more passing touchdowns, and every single Bears quarterback since 1922, not a single one has had a season with over 30 passing touchdowns. Statistically, Jay Cutler is their best quarterback in franchise history now keep in mind russell wilson's been playing the league for 10 years and the bears have been existing for 100 years now bears need a quarterback they've never been able to get a good quarterback their defense has almost always carried them in their one super bowl their defense won it for them uh so yeah that's just some weird insight maybe maybe that's why russell wilson wants to go there to kind of make a name for himself wants to be the best Bears quarterback ever, already, which isn't a hard thing to do. Yeah, and
1: He's already the best Seahawks quarterback as well.
0: So. Might as well do it for the Bears. No, I'm just gonna Please stay in Seattle. <laughs> um, so for my last stat, uh, uh, Julio Jones has three games of 250 or more receiving yards. All other active players in the league have a combined three games of 250 plus receiving yards. Uh, that's crazy to think about. Now, JJ Watt, or, now, Julio Jones has really gone under the radar this season, mainly due to the injuries. But do you think that he's still a top five wide receiver in the nfl it's blasphemy if you don't say he's top three i think i can um, agree with that julio jones is
1: fantastic um he's a transcendental wide receiver um i mean sure it's a bit of a struggle to pick between him and Devonte adams but regardless I'm um, if i if i could pick a wide receiver right now to have on my team i would pick julio jones i mean he's in the discussion at least um He's a fantastic wide receiver. Uh, He had that one 300 yard game with three touchdowns. And he did this all with Matt Ryan, who isn't a bad quarterback. Matt Ryan, he's good, but he's not like Tom Brady. He's not not elite. And Julio Jones being able to do this with with his career, being with how humble he is, he's definitely a top three receiver.
0: I agree with that. Uh, That's really all I had for weird stats this week. Not a lot going on because the season's over. Uh, So I'll I'll have more for you guys next week. And that concludes episode one of season two of Jake and Benny's Backyard Football. Thanks for staying with us, everybody. Thanks for listening. We're going
1: to be back next week and we're going to discuss more moves in the offseason. And we can't wait to do that. Follow us on our social medias. Jake and Benny FB on Twitter. Jake and Benny's Backyard Football on Facebook. And Backyard Football Podcast on IG. Thank you guys and have a wonderful week.